Football on Off The Ball With Sky Watch Premier League, Women's Super League, Scottish Premiership and much more Live on Sky Sports You're welcome back, it's Thursday's Off The Ball Nathan with you this evening, it's just gone half past seven John Giles is with us, good evening John Evening Nathan So a very good ten days or so for Liverpool has been capped today With the news that Jurgen Klopp has signed a new contract A four year deal will keep him at the club until 2026 uh, It is a pretty remarkable job he's done since taking over in 2015 A huge job uh, Nathan uh, You know what he's won uh, And then he's competing against Manchester City He'll be very very successful uh, But I think they're getting on top now uh, Maybe, maybe for the last year or so, been getting on top, and I could, I could only see them getting stronger. Mm. Nathan, that does seem to be the sense, particularly in recent weeks, with the depth that they've added to the squad. They can make three changes to the side last night from the game against Everton, and there's no dip in quality. Kanate can come in for Matip, and they can both play to the same level. They can bring in Jordan Henderson now off instead of Naby Keita and the addition of Luis Diaz as well and how quickly he has settled. They seem to have a, a depth of quality to that squad that, that they've never had before. Yeah, I think, well, you've got to go back a long time, Nathan, to when they had uh, one of the great teams. Mm. Uh, but they've a bigger squad now. I mean, in the old days, you, you, you didn't have as big a squad as uh, wasn't needed as much. Uh, but whoever's been doing the, the buying in for them has been very, very good. Obviously, Klopp would have a lot to say in that, I would imagine, uh, but a lot of managers don't. Uh, but whatever, whoever they had recruiting, along with Klopp, has done a major job. For the club as well, to have that certainty that Klopp is going to be there, because to be honest, I always thought Klopp would just decide one day that enough was enough, he had given all he could, and that it would be a quite a quick exit. But to know now that he's going to be there for the foreseeable future... In terms of even looking at the summer and potential new signings and what it would mean when you're talking to players that you have a, a manager of this calibre for the next four seasons, uh, is Klopp more important than any player in that club, even when you look at the contract saga around Mo Salah? I think so. I think the uh, manager is the most uh, important player in any club, Nathan, because he's making the decisions, he's dealing with the players, uh, he's got to keep it going all the time. And I think... Uh, if he saw a situation, I think, where the team might be coming near their end, he'd be more likely to leave, Nathan. But he's seeing this team now. I don't think they've hit their peak yet. And I think that, that, that team, without getting any new players in, could be there for three years. So I think he knows exactly what he's doing in relation to the future. This week has been a good week and last Thursday night you were talking about the Manchester United victory in the manner and how they really blew Manchester United away. A couple of different type of performances over the past week in the Merseyside derby which was a bit of a dogfight for an hour until they made the breakthrough and, and then a patient display last night when they were very dominant against Villarreal in a Champions League semi-final. Like, there was a time where you always said it was, it was go, go, go. Is it, is it still that or is there a bit more about Liverpool now than there was a couple of years ago? No, I, th I think he's got, still got the same policy that, uh, or, or tactics, if you call it tactics, uh, Nathan, that when they go out to play, this is what they're going to do. Mm. I don't think that has changed. I think what has changed with Klopp is that he's got, a, he's got better players in to do what he wants to do. And obviously the players are the most important thing of the loss. But I think that the group of players he has now, and certainly for the last 
uh, two years would be better, a better squad of players than he had when he first came in. And that's what, that's what good managers do, Nathan. They have their philosophy. I don't think his philosophy has changed. It's just that he's got better players in to fulfil what he wants to see on the pitch. Mm. And that, that's what's happening now. And a lot of these players, and some of them are younger, are coming to big. I, again, I'd repeat myself. I think he's, he's what has he signed for? Another three years? Another four years. Another four years. Well, I think that team will be there at least for another four years winning trophies. Does he need to win more trophies? Quickly. We're looking at the next few weeks in Liverpool chasing a quadruple and he's won a Premier League. He's won a Champions League. With the quality that they have shown, does he need to win does he need to win more than they actually have over the last few years? Well I think he will, Nathan. I think the team is better now uh, than ever before. That squad has got stronger since last year. And uh, uh, I mean obviously he's got to overtake City mm. uh, but I think he's well capable. I think they will this year to be honest. I think they're, they're, they're more solid uh, than City. I think they, they, the two of them will meet in the Champions League and they've got the league to still to go for. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did win the four trophies. You think they, they're that good and they're in that such strong form at the moment that actually the wave of momentum can carry them through despite the, the games every three days? Yeah, well, City have got to play the same games, Nathan. As you know, with City, City uh, missed out on... on Harry, Harry, Harry in the summer, mm. uh, and they don't have a regular uh, goal scorer. I mean, they're doing well in what they're doing, but if you look at the, the the Liverpool situation, they've got at least four strikers that can score goals and are scoring goals. Uh, yeah, and they're not giving much away as well. So, you know, I, I think they they they're in a very very strong position. I think they 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 had something to do all all right to catch City because City were winning more of the trophies. Uh, but I think they've done that now and I think they will win the trophies in the next two to three years What were your takeaways then from the couple of performances against Everton and, and Villarreal over the past week? Well I think they've been very very good you know all matches are different as we know uh, Nathan so when they're playing Everton like Everton came last week uh, to set the stall out to defend and that, that needs when you're playing at home and you've got the crowd behind you Sometimes the crowd is, is not a help in that situation. They get a bit impatient. But they kept their patience uh, and they know that they're going to get a goal from somewhere. I think it was Robertson last week mm. when they, uh, got the goal. Uh, so they're in that position now. Everton did their best to frustrate them for a long period of the game. But they didn't lose their, they didn't lose their discipline, kept their patience and finished up winning well. And then, if you take it to 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 last night when they played in the Champions League, I mean, I, I, they just totally outclassed uh, uh, Villarreal. I think Villarreal. What did they have? One shot and goal or something? Nathan, mm. I think in the in the stats. And I know they only won two 0 but they they were well in control of the game. Again, kept their patience, kept going, doing the right things. And I think that's become part of Liverpool now. And if you get that discipline and will to win with the with the quality of players that he has now, I think they're in a very, very strong position. Thiago's having his best run in the team. He started five straight Premier League games. He started again in the Champions League last night. Are you surprised how pivotal a figure he seems to have become at this stage of the season? Um, I'd, I'd, I'd be surprised that uh, how prominent he is at mm. the moment, Nathan. 
I think he was a bit unlucky last year when he came to the club. They were having the worst spell. Well, he got the he injury got as well, injury. yeah. Yeah, he got a bad injury. So it takes a while for a lot of players to settle down into the club. And uh, like he's definitely settled down now. He's got his confidence. It's, it's, it's very difficult, uh, Nathan, sometimes for some players uh, to come in and not play as well as they can play. Uh, and I think that, that's what happened to him. I think he's got his confidence back. Uh, the team is playing really, really well. You know, he's, he's distributing the ball much better now than he did before. Uh, and I think so, that's all part of settling into a, to a club, uh, a club like Liverpool. Does that's he give a, them something different? Does he give them something very different to what Henderson and Fabinho and Chieta offer in midfield? Oh, yeah. I think he's... he's, he's, he's well, you've seen some of the passes he's making in mm. the last few matches, like from the left half, the old left-half position to to Alexander going down and, 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 and spreading the play and getting in and doing that. I think he's the only one capable of doing that in the midfield. I mean, they all do their stuff, you know, Kate, as you say, uh, Henderson, uh, different players, but none of them can, can produce the passes that he's producing and is capable of producing at the moment. The Football Pod on OTB Sports. Have you ever seen a team like Limerick that are so physically dominant? They're yeah, absolutely oh. financially dominant. <laughs> the Football Pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app. Uh, Andy Robertson, you touched on getting the goal uh, to open the scoring against Everton. Uh, Slowish start to the season. Uh, I wouldn't say he was under massive pressure first place from Chimmy Cass, but they do have another option where at least they can rotate there. Uh, in terms of quality fullbacks that you've seen through the years, where does Robertson rank? I like him. I think he's up there, uh, Nathan, with the best. Um, you know, he defends well. And he, well, he doesn't score many goals, but he's in there a lot. He doesn't make as many goals as Alexander does, mm. as we know, because he's exceptional. But he's a much better defender. I mean, I would take two Robertsons rather than two Alexanders, just because of what he can do defensively. Well, I, well, uh, maybe I'm old fascinated, hmm. but I always think fullbacks are mainly are there to defend, and if they give you something going forward, that's a bonus. Rather than the other way around, you know, I don't think Alexander is a good defender. I mean, they just have so much of the ball; it's yeah. not exposed. It's exposed now and again. I mean, when I see Liverpool losing the goal, he's usually involved in it. Whereas uh, uh, Robertson wouldn't be as spectacular or easy on the eye, but the job he does defending and getting forward as well. He doesn't score as many goals. I mean, Alexander is exceptionally good uh, striker of the ball and brilliant going forward. I mean, he's one of the best fullbacks I've ever seen distributing the ball. Uh, but Robertson, I think I would take him because he defends a lot more than, than Alexander does and gets up there now and again. Fair bit for a fullback. I think his, his, his attitude, week in and week out, is, 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 is excellent. Top class player. For all the talk of what Liverpool could achieve over the next few weeks, there's still an opportunity for Manchester City to win the Premier League and the Champions League and have their greatest ever season. And it's in their hands still in the Premier League. In the Champions League, it felt as though it was very much going to be in their hands, that they had a real opportunity on Tuesday night to pretty much guarantee their place in the final when they were 2-0 up, totally dominant after 15 minutes against Real Madrid. What happened that they weren't able to go on and, and settle that game on Tuesday night? Well, to be fair, they had a few. They had a couple of a few defenders missing. Mm. Uh, you know, you got Fernandinho going back to to right back, or somebody else injured on the day. So they didn't have the best defenders out. But I think with you know with Pep, as we know, I don't think the main 
situation for him is defending. It's getting forward and getting players on the ball to do that. And they did that extremely well. But the, the, you, I, I wouldn't put my life on them defending anywhere. I, I think they'd get through this tie. I think they will score goals themselves in Madrid, Nathan. You know, but like being in the position they're in, uh, you know, with getting two ahead, I think three times in the match, uh, you've got to really put that to bed. You know, I think so. And it, it, they don't do that, City. They do it now and again, but they don't really tie it up in a way that Liverpool would tie it up when they get ahead. So, but I think they'll, I think they'll score in Madrid to get through. Yeah. They did look by far a better team than Real Madrid. Yeah, they, but, but they could see the three goals, Nathan. You know, you, like you can't see, you can't see Liverpool doing that at the moment, or any of the top teams, uh, you know, conceding goals as easily as, as they did, in my opinion. Uh, so, like, usually when you get that that three-one up, you know, you kill it, you kill the game. Mm. Uh, but but that's the way Pep, you know, approaches the matches. I think he wants to get forward all the time, and I think when they go to Madrid, I, I think Madrid and are okay, they were not the team they were, uh, Nathan. So I think City will get at them. I don't think that they'll sit back just because they're in the lead or they're in Madrid. I think they'll go looking for goals and I think they will get them in Madrid. It's an interesting point on their, their control or maybe lack of control at times of a game in midfield because I, I would have looked at, at Rodri in particular as someone... Like that's one of the main things he brings. He he sort of keeps it simple, uh, keeps hold of possession, and that they're not quite as gung ho at times as Liverpool are. But you you feel at the moment maybe it's the opposite. Well, I'm not a big fan of Rodri's, Nathan. Okay, he can get the ball and he can pass it out to me, but he never he never gets on the ball and you never like you were talking about Thiago there. Now he's hitting passes from left right to right at the moment and, and just lately, lately I know. But I never see Rodri do anything like that. He passes it from A to B right enough. Mm. But, but there's times when, you, when you've got to you know, open it up and score a goal yourself, uh, make a goal. I mean, if, if you, even the other day, can, when, did you ever see him make a goal? He's the, he's the one who assists the assister, isn't that his job? He sets up the guy who yeah. sets up the goal. Well, it's supposed to be, but that's, but that's a false position. There's no such thing as that job. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you get a midfield player, there's nothing wrong with having three midfield players who can be creative. Yeah. Some more than others. But you, you, I, I see, I'm not in favour, I never have been in favour of the holding midfield player, Nathan. There's not enough expected of them. You know? Like, when he gets on the ball, his first, his first thing is, maybe he's been told to do it, right, give it, don't give it away, pass it square. And I must be honest, I'm watching him the match the other night, and sometimes he drives me mad. Because he could turn on the ball, Nathan, and put somebody through. Or go and score a goal himself. You know, City have a lot of the ball. And he does a job in a certain way in the middle of the field. But he doesn't do half enough, or near half enough. And do you think Johnny has the ability to do that? Do you think he has that in his locker? And he's just going with what Guardiola's asking? Is he doing the job Guardiola wants? Well, I haven't seen him change it. Mm. So, like, what he... I mean, what he wants is he's, he's the coach to him. I, I, I'm giving you my opinion of what I would want. And if if you're talking about midfield players, sometimes if you turn on the ball, Nathan, that's your first stop. That's that should be your first thing on, as a midfield player. You can receive it in a bad position. You got to stop it and play it back. But when you can get turned on the ball, you, you can't put somebody through. 
unless you get turned on the ball and see where they are. But he's obviously uh, Pep is happy with what he's doing. I'm just giving you my opinion. I'm not. I wouldn't be happy at all with what he's doing as a midfield player. At all. I do want to get your thoughts on Leeds as well, John, because it's starting to get tight at the bottom. Burnley have managed to put together a string of results. So Everton on 29 points have a game in hand on Leeds, who are five points ahead of them. Uh, Leeds still three points ahead of Burnley after that scoreless draw against Crystal Palace. From a, a position of fortnight ago where it felt as though maybe they'd done enough, it does feel the right back in the mix. The performance against Palace, would that have concerned you? Well, it wasn't good, Nathan. I thought they were looking to get away with it. Uh, you know, Palace themselves haven't been going very well, but they were by, by far away, far and away the better team. I thought Leeds got away with it the other night uh, in it. So it's, it's, it's with, uh, you know, Burnley getting a few points. I don't think Leeds are out of it yet. I think they're still well in it. and They've got to play better than they did the other night uh, to, to keep away from it. Mm. You know, it's going to be very, very close. It looked a few weeks ago as if they were safe because Burnley were out of it and, uh, you know, I don't forget Everton are still in it. But uh, they wouldn't, they're not home and dry, that's for sure. A lot of speculation this week about Calvin Phillips and his future and strong links with Manchester United. There's obviously a great rivalry between the clubs. You uh, went the other way, uh, but I think it's probably uh, escalated somewhat since then. Could you see it being a good fit for Calvin Phillips going to Manchester United? Yeah, I think he do. I think he do well there, uh, uh, Nathan. Um, I, w- I wouldn't say he's he's the complete midfield player, but I think he could do a job. He's a very energetic lad. Uh, he's not, again, he's not going to dictate play in the middle of the field. He win if he win tackles. He can distribute it okay. Uh, but I think he, I think he would be a good player for Manchester United in the position that Manchester United are in mm. at the moment. And I'd, I'd have no doubt that Leeds, if the fact that the, the fee is right, would let him go. Right, he's given enough to the club. Well, it's 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 Leeds. I don't think Leeds. I, I think Leeds are not a club that are going to be buying players. Uh, they haven't done it uh, since uh, the last few years. Anyway, I can't remember the last time they bought. So I think if the if the offer was good enough, I think they'd let him go. All right, John. Great stuff as always. Thanks, Nathan. Football on Off The Ball. With Sky. Watch Premier League, Women's Super League, Scottish Premiership and much more. Live on Sky Sports.